Hey everybody, welcome to the Decoding Cocktails podcast. I'm your host, Chris LeBeau. At the ripe age of 38, I left my former career behind and joined the hospitality industry. Since then, I've been on a rapid journey of learning, meeting all sorts of great people, and this, this podcast, is my chance to bring you along with me. Whether I'm interviewing somebody that works in the industry, another enthusiast, or occasionally stepping back to share what I'm working on or my thoughts. I'm so glad you're here. And so with that aside, let's get into today's episode. Hello, friends. Welcome to what is the uh, final podcast episode for 2022. This is in a bridged version. I am uh, just want to talk a little bit about a couple of things I've learned and maybe that are worth uh, reconsidering on your end for this year. So a couple of things I wanted to uh, stress and uh, any of these things that are worthwhile will be uh, linked in the notes. Um, every year I'm sure in this business and for all of us is always a, a time of learning and reflection. And uh, there's a couple of things I think were worth pointing out. One, uh, one of the, a couple of the most surprising drinks I had this year Um uh, when I remade the very top of the year, um, a recipe from Canaan Table, which is a restaurant down in New Orleans, uh, I made their hurricane recipe, and it was just phenomenal. Uh, Jamaican rum, lime juice, and a syrup that is passion fruit and guava and hibiscus. It was just magical and really fun to watch it challenge my perspectives, as well as that of my friends and the people I shared the drink with. So, uh, uh Always good to remember that a drink that I might think is lost because it's uh, I've experienced it in a uh, uh, rather undignified setting, if you will, like St. Louis Mardi Gras. Um, so that was certainly a fun one. Uh, to something in general that I'm very grateful for, uh, other drinks include like the Sherry Cobbler, uh, really digging into that well. They are incredible, especially in the summer, but there's all sorts of wonderful riffs. Uh Bumping into uh, Tales of the Cocktail, which is, of course, a segue, uh, a cocktail called the Ruffinac, which I am uh, going to, when I finally have some time, sit down. But very, very simple build. I've had this cocktail now twice, um, once in New Orleans at the Peychaud's Bar and once uh, at Maison Premier in Brooklyn. And uh, for me, it's uh, it's simplicity, but also just absolutely freaking delicious. Uh I think the version I had down in both versions call for uh, like a raspberry shrub. Um, but I think the one in New Orleans uses like this eau de vie called Cobra Fire that uh, has like this very raisiny element. Just absolutely refreshing. So refreshing, so tart, uh, bold. Um, and so, uh, yeah, just a couple of great drinks, uh, a couple of ingredients. Um, my good friend, uh, uh, Marshall up in New York, uh, told me he was going to get me to like uh, the liqueur Sous. I haven't quite gotten there yet, but uh, something he talked about and that I uh, have heard also from my good friend uh, and mentor Dave Gretemann, uh Sailors is a, uh, a French aperitif uh, that is just, it's, it, it's come to be one of my favorite things. And it is, as many I think would say, to use a, a term, kind of a, a gateway drug. And so uh, the other night after a class, I went out uh, for a a drink and a bite just to kind of ref- uh, wind myself down. And uh, Sailor's uh, Ice and Club Soda was what I asked for, and it was 100% the perfect drink. Uh, very bitter, but also very refreshing. Um, 
Yeah, can't recommend it enough. Uh, finally, um, I need to shout out, I uh, already mentioned uh, Dave, uh, but uh, the Southpaw uh, is a cocktail available at Lazy Tiger for those here in the St. Louis area. Um, it's, it's fun. I work there very part-time, and it's fun to watch that drink uh, hit people for the first time. Uh, it's very, very, uh, very well done, and uh, I think uh, deserves a look from anybody who can stop by and see it. Uh, to that point, uh, in meeting uh, Marshall up in New York, uh, this podcast has been uh, quite the quite the ride this past year. In its first, you know, six or seven months, um, it was really fun to be able to sit down with St. Louis bartenders uh, and people I knew and talk with them. But when it suddenly became a gateway to talk with people from around the country and even internationally, uh, it's it's really opened up my eyes to where this journey might go. So um, uh, thank you to the, those of you who have listened. Uh, if there are people you think I should reach out to or things you'd like to hear more about, tell me uh, because I'm, I'm curious to see what I can make happen uh, next year on this front. Uh, it was really cool also uh, being newer to this industry as I probably said shortly after I came back from it, but uh, going to Tales of the Cocktail in July was a whole lot of fun. Being able to meet people who are now my peers uh, was was a lot of fun. And so I look forward to going back next year. I already have a couple of ideas for ways to kind of um, uh, push my own experience to the next level there next year. And uh, so, yeah, it's fun to feel my my world kind of uh, burgeoning in that way. Um, other little things, um, you know, it's also just, it, it was, it's cool, you know, having operated a little bit more in a vacuum here in St. Louis, it was fun to be able to do things like interview uh, Kelsey Ramage and Aaron Hayes of Black Lagoon, and then happen to be able to go to their pop-up while I was in New York. It was fun to be able to interview Marshall and then meet up with him. Uh, in New Orleans, fun to interview Tad Carducci of Montenegro and be able to meet him uh, in in uh, New Orleans. And so this is where it's, um, I don't really know where it's all headed, but uh, it, it just feels like I'm uh, build, able to build a little bit of a community around me, which is fun. Um, as we are heading into the holiday season, uh, to listening today, and you know, this, like I guess this will be a pretty brief one, but if you are uh, and weren't able to attend, I am going to be linking in the show notes. I recently did a uh, webinar um, with the uh, St. Louis County Library, uh, who's been a very good uh, client. And uh, in that, we covered how to make eggnog in a blender. We covered how to kind of make basic champagne cocktails. Uh, and there was a little Negroni riff that I threw in there where we infused some uh, coffee into, an, into a Negroni uh, into the Campari in particular, to kind of give you that little uh, late-night boost if you're trying to figure out how to stay up late on New Year's. So I'll have that linked out if you are looking to uh, put on a little show for friends or family this holiday season. Uh, two final things. Um, I did recently announce um, that I'm rolling out a new uh, class. So I tend to think of the class that I teach most of the time as what is my 101-level class. Um, the recipes might change, the ingredients might change. Some of the details we cover class to class may, may, may vary. But overall, these classes are about getting comfortable shaking, stirring, 
properly, diluting a cocktail, beginning to taste things a little bit, and understanding many of these fundamental ratios that are often deployed in drinks. But as my own journey has enhanced and continued on, um, I have found myself playing with more fortified wines, liqueurs, thinking more and more about things like balance and texture of a cocktail. And so for people that are looking to go deeper into things, uh, just uh, recently I announced that I'm going to roll out a 201 level class. And this will be a chance to not only uh, make drinks and discuss things, but really this class is also going to be a lot of A-B taste testing. It's going to be a lot of um, tasting raw ingredients, tasting drinks when they're one way versus another. Um, Because at the end of the day, uh, once you're comfortable with that shaking and stirring, now we need to know what indicators to look for. What does a cocktail look like, feel like when it's too rich or too thin? How do we correct for that? Or at least how do we know when that is happening? What are the levers we can pull to really take a cocktail from good to exceptional? And so that's where my mind is at right now. There is no need to overcomplicate this stuff. If you've got your cocktail game right down right now, good for you. But for those uh, nerds and people who are just uh, uh, not capable of sitting still, I think this is going to be a really fun journey. And so, um, so I'm excited to see where this class goes. The final thing um, to all of you listening out there, um, my parents, uh, Tim and Dave, uh, people like Marshall, um, I am, I am so grateful for all the support, uh, the number of questions, uh, Matt Longville, can't forget Matt, Matt either, the number of people who answered just countless questions from me, save me in the 11th hour from at least the doom that I feel is coming. Um, I am very, very grateful to people that have helped make this business while I'm out front getting whatever little bits of credit uh, a small business does. Um, it really is the support of people behind me that makes this possible. So uh, that is what I have. No more from me. Uh, I hope you have a very nice uh, wrap-up to 2022. Uh, final thing, I mentioned this in the previous podcast just in case. Um, you're looking for last-minute gifts. I do have on my page, uh, decodingcocktails.com slash gear, uh, some of the tools that I use. The one thing I, I said last class, uh, and I'll say this uh, at last not last podcast, very briefly is um, I feel like there's two pieces of equipment in general that I think are important to have something great on. And the first one is a jigger. Does And what great is means you're comfortable using it. You know where the measurements are, so you can hit those measurements uh, in good form. You know, good cocktail shaker, you know, okay cocktail shaker, I think that matters less. And a good bar spoon. So two things, getting a tightly wound good bar spoon and having a jigger you are comfortable using, I think are the two most important pieces of equipment you can have on your home bar. Uh, everything else is kind of more incremental improvements. So uh, happy holidays to everybody out there. Uh, the first interview in 2023 is going to be a great one. I'm very excited about it. And uh, so take care, everybody. Talk to you soon. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. The show notes for today's episode are available at decodingcocktails.com slash podcast. 
If you'd like to keep up with what we're working on, there are two great ways to do so. One, our short weekly newsletter, Cocktail Confidential, which you can sign up for at decodingcocktails.com slash newsletter. Or give us a follow on Instagram at decodingcocktails. If you think this podcast is great stuff, we'd love it if you'd subscribe or, of course, share an episode with a friend. The Decoding Cocktails podcast is produced by Chris Bay and myself. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon, and happy cocktailing.